Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Here we go, guys. We're rolling. Can you believe how close we're getting to Christmas? My goodness. I know. It's almost here. Going crazy, man. We're getting there, and uh, we're all back in the saddle again, and we're ready to rumble today. Um, we've got a phenomenal week here for you guys on thursday i want to banner add something four strategies to win any battle you're going to face we're going to break that down on thursday we're going to have a killer freedom friday we're going to steam into next week we're going to talk about hope and joy and salvation three of the primary gifts that jesus gave us by coming to this planet wow god became man and came to this earth tempted in every way and without sin wow something else And that kind of leads into where we're going to go here this morning, because Jerry Jenkins has written extensively over 200 books. How do you do that? I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. How do you do that? Man. You hear about these authors who've written that many books and you go, man. (laughs) Excellent books. How do you have that many words in your brain? I don't know. Thank you and ideas and... But when the Apostle John says that libraries can't store all that Jesus would have done and, or all that he said and did, I think Jerry Jenkins is right behind our Savior. <laughs> Pretty close. I mean, come on. Yeah. But here's the point. We're in this Christmas season where hope and joy and salvation came from Jesus. But we live in this paradox where we have so much pain because we live in a broken, fallen world, and this great hope that is found in Jesus Christ. And, and so you may be wrestling with a kind of a slew of emotions that feel competing. There's the, the joy, there's the cheer, there's the merriment, but then there's the sorrow and there's the grief and there's maybe the longing. Yeah, they're all real, man, and they coexist. The question is, how do we navigate that stuff? Looking forward to a great conversation with Jerry Jenkins. That's going to be coming up. Yep. He is no longer Jerry. He is who? He is Dallas's dad. dad. If you don't know that name, maybe you've heard of the Left Behind series. That's probably Jerry You'll Jenkins. be left behind. His most like, probably well-known book series. Oh, oh without yeah. a doubt. Oh, yeah. Anyone else here read some of that series? All of it. I bailed out, mm-hmm. I think, book three. But, man, the airliner, Superdye, the airliner scene. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Very powerful. His latest book is based on another popular this yeah. kind of TV series called The Chosen, hmm. which many of you probably have watched. We're going to dig watching. into it. Yes. You ready to dig in pretty I'm, quick here? I am ready. Need a wake-up call? We can help with that. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. There is no way to avoid it. In this season, it's this great paradox. We have great joy. Hope has come. I mean, Christ is here. We're celebrating the birth of Christ. And yet there's a lot of pain in this world, Allie. Yeah. And this time of year often brings it up in really challenging ways. It's a clash of emotions. This is why Jesus is so relatable. Jerry Jenkins, isn't this true, my man? Jesus is so relatable. He is relatable, and you're right. I mean, even at our church here in Colorado Springs, the sermon theme this month is Blue Christmas because they're saying, hey, 
it's joy to the world, but you may not be feeling the joy because of what you're going through. So, yeah, it's, it's a paradox. Jerry Jenkins is with us right now. He's written more than 200 books, including the very popular Left Behind series. Latest book is called The Chosen and I Will Give You Rest. It is a novel based on season three of the record-breaking series The Chosen. Now, let me give you some stats on this. First ever TV series about Jesus and his disciples. It has been seen in every country in the world. No way. With over half a billion views. Chosen has been literally it has changed the game in terms of the offerings for people who really want to understand the Bible and what it was like. Give us just kind of your reaction to how the response has been to this series. Well, as you know, um, my son Dallas created this, and yep. I've always felt that everything Dallas did was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> this, time I w- this time I was right. and uh, <laughs> That's funny. And he, he used to be known as Jerry Jenkins' son. I'm now known as Dallas Jenkins' father. <laughs> and That's made great. So. That's great. It's been incredible to hear from people all over the world. I mean, it's just exploded. And I think it's just that they have created this image of the disciples and of Jesus that makes them very relatable. They're real people. We see our own flaws in the disciples. We see the humanity of Jesus. And it just brings the whole thing to life for us. Yeah, you're right. That's what they did. I mean, it's as I've been watching The Chosen, I've been in awe of how, how do you even say it? There's not even descriptors for it. Real, authentic, like us. But it's it, it gives a whole new layer of understanding of the character and the life of Jesus. And I think... This is one of the great problems that we have is that Jesus seems so distant and unrelatable to the average, frankly, Jerry, even church attender, wouldn't you say? Yeah, in fact, I, I know, you know, growing up in the church, reading the Bible my whole life, watching TV shows and, and movies about Jesus, he's always portrayed as so ethereal. We know he's the God man, but the emphasis is always on the God part, which is great. But how do you relate to somebody who's perfect? Well, Dallas and his co-writers have given Jesus a sense of humor, a sense of camaraderie with his friends, and uh, it just makes him a normal guy. I mean, he's perfect, so that, that part is hard to relate to. But we can relate to somebody who has friends and who's funny and who's, who can be wry and who can get upset. As you say, instead of now being a stained glass window figure or right. a statue or somebody marching around everywhere— He's a regular person, and especially the disciples and the others that are called to be around Jesus, they're just like us. They have problems. They can be petty. They can be annoying. They can be frustrating. And we say, hey, that's me. Yeah. Jerry Jenkins, our guest right now. So coming up, let's talk about this novel uh, based on season three of The Chosen, but focusing on a specific story that you're going to really relate to. That's coming up. Helping you take the next step in your walk with Jesus. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, have you heard of the Chosen series? I'm guessing (laughs) probably. Yes. If you had to put a percentage on what amount of our listeners right now have at least heard of the Chosen series. I would guess 85 to 95 I think I, I would guess somewhere in there as well. It has been seen in every country in the world with over half a billion views. Season one was the highest crowdfunded entertainment project of all time, raising over $10 million. This was crowdfunded. Really, really cool project. Jerry Jenkins, his son, actually is the creator of the series. And now father has created a book. Give us the details on the book. 
Yeah, this book that's based on season three uh, really centers on the loss that Simon Peter and his wife face. And, um, you know, there are a few, th- a few things we know from Scripture. We know Peter was married because his mother-in-law got sick and Jesus healed her. Yep. You can't have a mother-in-law unless you're married, so <laughs> we right. get that. But these writers give her a name, and they give them a marriage relationship that's interesting and even has some contemporary feel to it. And uh, she loses a child before birth, and, uh, and he's a little insensitive to it, doesn't know exactly what's happened. And what they face is seeing Jesus perform miracles and heal people and choose not to intervene in the loss of their child. And so they're upset about that, as normal people would be. What I try to bring to it is more inner monologue, uh, the motivations of the characters, more believable, plausible stories that lead up to the things that we know are true in Scripture. You know, what I want readers to get is, hey, whatever you're going through, when whatever question you have about how God, how Jesus deals with these things, others have gone through the same thing. There are things we don't understand this side of heaven, but God does work everything out for the good to those who believe in him. Jerry, a lot of people wonder about this because it seems that we fall off on two sides of heartache, either the side that says, oh, we're in Christ. Come on, suck it up. We got Jesus. The tomb's empty. Or we can almost be paralyzed by that pain, indefinitely so. How would have Jesus handled this? It's really difficult. People who, who suffer a, a loss, maybe they've lost a job or an income or a home or a loved one, whatever their loss is, the idea of reminding yourself that God is sovereign, God loves you, he has the best in mind for you. I mean, I've been very fortunate in my life, haven't suffered horrible loss like that. I know my time's coming. I'm at that age where I'm starting to lose friends and loved ones too. And it's difficult. You want to rest in Jesus. But I've seen so many friends who go through such difficult things. And oftentimes, they're the most devout people I know, more so than me. They're missionaries, evangelists, whatever. And they suffer these horrible losses. And you think, you know, how is this fair? How does this work? Well, we live in a fallen world. And somehow... God works that out so that they're able to comfort other people who go through the same thing. And, uh, you know, to me, that's the redeeming part of, of what God allows us to go through. Now, how would you recommend a reader take in a book like this? What category would you put in? Obviously, it's staying true to the biblical account, but there's some elements that are... How would you describe it? I mean, you're you're but you're putting flesh to bones yes. that all we know is the bones. Exactly. So how does a reader take this in? Yeah, I really say, look, this is a novel. I mean, you can consider it fiction, but know that it's based on the Bible. We're kind of doing this backward. Uh, the Chosen series is based on the Bible. When they lead up to the sermons and the uh, miracles that we know are fact from Scripture, they're simply saying, here's how it could have happened. Here's some other characters who might have been there, might have said this. Well, as I say, we don't even know Peter's wife's name, but we give her a name and give them this relationship. And so it's plausible believability. It has to be, uh, has to make sense. Uh, We're not sending Jesus on a rocket ship to some other world or anything like that. It's things that could have happened. And I think the readers and the viewers give us this literary license and say, yeah, this is the way it could have been. 
this makes sense. This is what the person might have been thinking and feeling. And then again, that brings it to life for people. Some of these stories in the Bible are only two or three verses long. Yeah. We're simply saying, who was this person? What led them to this place? What conversations might have taken place? How did they interact with Jesus? And I think as long as we're true to Scripture, we just say, look, it's fiction. If you've grown up with the Bible, you know which parts are, are added, but they're plausible and they make sense. Jerry, what have you learned about Jesus that you didn't know before by writing this book? Well, I grow just like any reader does. Uh, to my mind, I, you know, I teach writing online and I try to tell writers, your characters have to have a character arc. There's somebody different at the end than they are in the beginning. Ooh. There's also an author arc. Uh, if I'm not different from what I was when I started writing this, then I've failed. And uh, what I'm finding is I get to watch these things dozens of times to write the, the novels. I find myself moved by every scene, every time. I never get tired of them. They move me emotionally. And it was the poet Robert Frost who said, no tears in the writer, no tears in the reader. Believe me, there are tears in the writer. When I'm writing these, it's like, I've known this stuff all my life, and now it's really coming to life for me. <laughs> and I'm seeing Jesus for who he was, and I'm seeing the disciples for who they are, and I'm seeing myself for who I am. Wow. And the book is called <laughs> oh, wow. The Chosen, and I Will Give You Rest by our guest, Jerry Jenkins. If you want details, just text the word CHOSEN to 312-274-9624. You're going to get links uh, to that you can check out the book and then also links to uh, Jerry's website where he does offer some writing, coaching, and support there. So just text CHOSEN and you'll get all of it. CHOSEN to 312 274 Nine six two four. Jerry, this has been more of a blessing than I would have imagined. Thanks for being with us today, my friend. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We got a funny thing happening in here. Boob Crew, we got a secret Santa thing going on inside our office here. <laughs> we do, we do. Allie's stressing. <laughs> secret Santas are hard, man. She's, it it is. Are. It's. It's it's a tough deal, man, because you can't you can't miss. You got to hit it. And uh, I feel pressure. What are you feeling, Allie? Okay, so let me give you the backstory. So they gave us a name uh, within our team, our four plus uh, our promotion team, and uh, Lisa, Mm -hmm. who helps our with um, our our kind of our morning assistant. Yeah. So there's probably what like seven or eight of us total, maybe. Yeah, I think seven or eight of us. So we each got a name, and then they sprung for gift cards. Yeah, that's our our Christmas bonus. Right. Is that they give us a gift card to buy a gift for someone else, which is cool. So here's your here's your bonus by the gift. Yeah. So that we don't have to you know come out of pocket for this. Right. But it was just. It was a. Like a little bit more than I was expecting in terms of the amount. Well, it's a hundred bones. It's a hundred dollars. So a hundred dollars is a, is a big amount to spend. So you got to get it right. I'm with Young Thunder. If it's 20 bucks, if you screw it up. It's like, I got you, like, Carl, I got you a Christmas sweater. I, I got, I got you, you a Chick-fil-A card. I can't right. go wrong on that. Yeah, it's it would like have been more 20 bucks. fun or Easy. challenging. And no, this was fun and challenging. Pressure. I got to say, I got to say, now that my gift uh, getting is finished for my person, I'm super excited about it. I think the pressure is there at the beginning because you're like, I want to do a really great job. Once you get it, you guys are going to feel really good about it. 
because you're like, okay, I got something, and I know you guys are going to get something cool, so it's going to be fine. It's, I'm, it's I'm going fired to be up. Fine. I it's, prayed. It's definitely going to be fine. I prayed. I was so nervous. I prayed. <laughs> I did. I like it. I asked the Lord to help me, Absolutely. and Black Friday came up, and I'm praying, and I'm looking, and I found something. I like it. Retails for one thirty-five. I get it for a hundred bones with tax. I think it went a dollar over. I mean, it was good. To, nice. Oh, yeah, man. It's right in there. I'm and so listen, fired up. If you guys want to take the pressure off yourselves, if you have me, $100 straight to Chick-fil-A, I wouldn't be mad about it either. Well, I do <laughs> so have you, true. but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> oh, you do have yeah, me? I got you a 40-pack of Fruit of the Loom Underbunders. Oh, boy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. 40 pack. Thank you. You're going to love me for a long time. So will Shannon. She's going to be like, Carl, thank you. A 40 pack of underbunders. That's awesome. Do you know who is the best gift giver on our team? It's Superdye. Oh, gee, I wonder. It is Superdye. How about the only gift giver? No, this has me. I hope she got my name. Superdye is really (laughs) one of the best. She's one of the best gift givers that I've ever met. It's a spiritual gift. Well, Her spiritual gift is give. Well, her (laughs) spiritual gift might be. Is your spiritual gift giving? You have a like a hospitality mercy gift, right? Mercy. So I think that comes through. A lot of mercy. That's why she's still working here with me. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) Wow. I just want to say. Yes. I even got multicolors for Jonathan. Okay. Thank you so much. Can we? I like we'll how you know how it goes. Forty pack of underbunders. You said it. anyone uh, else? Boom crew, weigh in on this. Anyone else struggling Want a 40 with pack? the? No, <laughs> struggling with a gift. Get maybe for a specific person, or you've got coworker gifts. Anyone else in this boat where you're don't want to be stressed, but you're a little stressed about gift giving? Text us three one two two seven four nine six two four. I'm gonna get there. I'll be ready for Thursday. Coming up, hand these out. I got something for the team that they know nothing about. This is true. Oh, great. And I need Allie to get Facebook Live ready to go on her phone what? for Carlin Crew. Whoa. After news, <laughs> traffic, and weather. Not tw- not 12 days is not here. No. No. That's not nope. yet. No, out. no. We're going old school. We're grabbing just your phone. I, can you go Facebook Live on uh, your phone? Yes, I yeah. can. Okay. You're going to need to. Okay. Because we got oh, a big no. deal coming up here. Interesting. And it's one and done. Once we do it, it's over. I'm a little scared. But I've got something going on that you're going to want to go to Facebook Live. You're going to want to go to Facebook Live. I promise you this. Interesting. Carl and crew on Facebook, Carl with the K. Follow us on Instagram, too. If you've never followed us before, this is the morning to do it. Like oh, it. yeah, this is really sweet. I can't tell you anything else except that we're going Carl and crew Facebook Live here before too long, and Allie's nervous right now. Lest you think that Me this too. is like one of those radio things where we know what's coming. I have no clue. Genuinely don't. No clue. I kind of like no to get way. a heads up, but you know what? Let's you, roll with it. You could not guess this <laughs> in 40 guesses. All right. I guess I'll find out. Hang on. Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. I want to set this up by saying that Super Die shared something on air. I'm not going to get into specifics yet. And my wife heard what she said on air. And my bride went to work on something. And I think she kind of scored on this thing. Okay, let me know when you want so, Interesting. Yeah, let's go ahead and go Facebook Live okay, right now. we'll go ahead and go Facebook Live. You can go right over here to me. Superdye is going to stand right beside me here. And we're going to have a good time. Good morning, Superdye. We're on Facebook morning, Live on, right now. On, you can on. come we're right over yet. here. We're I not need yet. You right here beside me. We're not there yet. All right. Tell me when we're, tell me when we're on. Okay. 
Carl and crew, Carl with the K, Carl and crew, Facebook Live. Here's live. my buddy, Super Die, right here. Here's my buddy. Okay. Are we on Facebook Live? We are on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook live. live. Okay. I've got to, uh, she's freaking out. Yeah, this you, is. No, hang on, hang on just a second. I got to okay. go get something. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Hang on. You can follow okay. me maybe a little bit. Uh, okay. I, All right. I'm following him. I don't know it's hard to remember when you're doing video okay, that you're so also on you're radio to talk to. Super die. Yeah. What what did she mention? Okay, so the question we had asked, I'll see if Super Die remembers. Okay. We asked about a special Christmas gift that you remembered. Oh, and we each great. shared a couple things. I shared about a bonnet. You stay right here. You stay Super right here. die, do you remember what you shared about a special Christmas gift that you remembered? And a lot of our listeners weighed in because they, they remembered. The cuddly Dudley. Yes, they oh. remembered about the cuddly Dudley. Yes. So that was the context. Mm -hmm. So my bride was listening in. Okay. And she said, oh, bub, I found something really cool. Look at this, super die. Oh. My, my bride found a cuddly. Okay, now I'm going to get out of my chair. Cuddly so that Dudley. I <laughs> yeah, you can come over the back of us here. Sorry, this is the noise. Get Cuddly Dudley oh, and his yes, new house exactly free. This is from the Chicago Tribune magazine. And this is what you got back in the day. This is a very old yes. piece of the Chicago Tribune magazine. Mm -hmm. And if you, for one, you get this free, a cuddly dudley and new house free. This is way back in the day for a new four month order from the Chicago <laughs> Tribune home delivery. They would send you the cuddly dudley in this. And it's a, if you're watching it on Facebook live, you can see how it's yellowing. A little bit. That's what I had. Yeah, that's what Super Die had was that that's Cuddly Dudley right there. And then I just thought, this is so cool. It's an it's an actual um it's an actual piece of the it's the whole ad from the magazine. Yeah. And I don't know when this is dated. I think it'd be fun to check it out. But I thought, how awesome. Chicago Tribune magazine. It's got a tear out form that you sent in. Okay, <laughs> snail so mail. To get yourself, a, and I thought this might be something you'd love to have. My bride got it for you, so there you go, sister. Isn't that kind of cool? Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that one of the coolest things? A little nostalgia for you, Super Die. Crying on Facebook Live. Oh, Stop it. okay. So listen, Facebook Live, Boom Crew, we love you. We love you, Super Die. And my bride told me she found that. She's Thank telling you. my bride she loves her. Thank you. Oh, it's a small little thing, but I thought, what? A no, this is a huge thing. Oh, bless oh your heart, goodness. sweet. This is so precious. Yeah, this was it. That's it. This was right it. there. I said that could have been me. I, and I that I, I I saw that and I thought that could be super. It's a picture of a little there. kid so sitting cool. and hugging yeah. the cuddly Dudley. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm so all right, there we go. A little bit it's of really fun nice. here this morning, guys. And um, a little bit of fun here this morning. Oh, I was so pumped when my bride found that. And when it came in, I'm like, man. That's awesome. This is better than I imagined. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Super Die? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Anyhow, Boom Crew. Um, yeah, that question flowed out of, it, it was the question yes. of, Went from our childhood, what was the unique or memorable, memorable funny, funny gift, cool gift. Fun gift that you got? Yeah. But oh, the fact that the cuddly Dudley that she ordered, 
I don't know if my bride even knew if it was a cutout from an old, 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 old Chicago yeah, Tribune magazine. That's really Thank cool. you so, so much. Anyhow. Oh, man. My bride's at home so recovering cool. from COVID, so I don't know if she's I don't know if she's tuned in right now, but but we'll make sure she sees it. Yeah, yeah. we'll make sure she she sees that for sure. Got a lot going on here this morning, guys, and a lot of cool giveaways. By the way, if you've not gotten your name in the hat, Merry Christmas! We'd love to have you be a winner. Yeah, we want to make somebody's day with a gift. Just text the word Christmas to get signed up for our twelve days of Christmas giveaway. Christmas to three one two two seven four nine six two four. Just text the word Christmas. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm super nice in here. I'm Moten. I'm just the messenger, but my bride, she got this thing for Super Die. And if you haven't seen us hand it to her, you got to check it out. Facebook Live. It's still up, right? Yes. Yeah. It'll be up on our Facebook page. Okay. Check it out. Carl and Crew, Carl with a K. Follow us if you haven't yet. So it's no big deal to me. So I'm going to let you talk about it because it's a big deal to you, Allie. Well, you just casually shared yesterday, yeah. off air, I might add. So you didn't even think it was really worthy of like on air conversation. You said, "Oh, I'm not but, sure it is right now." But well, uh, well, Jonathan didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. So, so he I'm says, ready. "Sunday, funny thing happened. Mm -hmm. mm. Come out of church, and one of the guys was it an elder or was it just an a, a uh, guy from the church? I forget who was standing there. I forget there was like three or four of us standing there, and somebody. Oh, yeah, it was. I think it was Shane, one of our elders. Okay, so check so this out. One of his elders, check this out. Come okay. look at what's in this trash can. Hmm. Carl goes over, peers inside a trash can, and lo and behold, there is a giant possum, hmm. huge, inside the trash can outside of where they were meeting for church. Interesting. Yeah. So Carl and his elder decide that they need to rescue the possum who's stuck at the bottom of a trash can. Yeah. So you do what? Well, one one of the other guys, it's the trash can's in a socket. You know what I'm saying? So it's held in, in a kind of a, another basket. And uh, they grabbed it up and uh, put it on the lawn, laid it down because his mouth was wide open. So he's on a high alert. And he's a big boy. Oh, yeah. They don't like to be interacted with. Possums. No, and it's okay. and the sun's out. And they're yeah. nocturnal. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, here's how non-consequential it was. Uh, tapping on the bottom of the can. This is how non-consequential it was. I know it got away and everything was good, but I was so busy, I went and did something else. But, yeah, we saved a, we saved the possum. Okay. <laughs> there is no part of me ever that would approach a wild animal to try to rescue them. And you just said this like it was nothing, hmm. that you felt like you needed to release this possum that was stuck in a yeah. trash can back. Well, you have to. There's no. trash I, getting thrown in on to. this poor guy. I kind of agree with Carl. I don't think it's that odd. I would have done the same thing. You would have done the same thing? Yeah. Super die? Um. Am I the only one who would not have rescued this animal I because would that's going to knock the can and then ran? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, hold it. No, you mean pulled it out? You would have pulled the can out of the cylinder, right? And, and then took off. 
not being close to yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't want to be close to it. I <laughs> yeah. will grant you that. Yeah. Because oh, sure. so this that thing, been... I don't know if they're rabid or not. Right. Or but they, bite they do not like to be touched. They, they'll probably bite you. But this poor guy, what happened was it looks like he's looking for some grub. Yeah. And he got up in on top. And, and then you don't he think fell he's lid. resourceful enough to find his way out? Oh, no. Those things get stuck. Well, here was the problem. So there was a, there was a lid over the can yeah. that, because people don't love to look into empty big old cans so Garbage, they have yeah. the little you know what i'm saying the little yeah. narrowed down orifice where you dump all your stuff right and sure enough there he was in there yeah and i don't know who first looked in was throwing out trash and looked down and saw him because yeah. he was curled up in a ball trying to hide from the world <laughs> oh yeah okay. he was huge he was huge mm. funny thing on that day uh shane our elder one of our elders he w- he said i had the Funniest thing. He said, in the middle of a worship set, we looked out. We're in Elk Grove at our new campus out there. And he said, I look out on the patio. He said, Carl, I've seen skunks my whole life. The hugest skunk was just walking on this concrete ledge that oh. you can go out on this patio. Oh, that's crazy. He said it was enormous. He said it was huge. So we had possum and skunk same morning. So there you go. That's a lot. Skunk. That I one on my pause. <laughs> as much as I want to come visit your church, Carl, I don't. If you've got that it's, kind of uh, riffraff, riffraff, riffraff cruising around your church, <laughs> I'll pass. That's really a funny statement. You've got Allie. possum skunk. <laughs> Somebody says, I'm with you, Allie. <laughs> but lots of lots of support for Carl on this one. And I'm not a okay, so like <laughs> the person who said uh, save the animals a life is a life. <laughs> I am not saying No, she's not saying she wanted it to die. Let's not get dramatic, people. I'm not suggesting <laughs> that the possum's life was not worthy of being saved. I am simply really? saying I'm not pulling out a trash can with a live possum whose mouth is open because he's afraid and he's scared and he's mad and he's mad and he might attack me i'm not i'm not engaging oh, with so that funny. animal it's so funny are are possums fast or are they slow i have no idea I, i've never yeah, seen no one clue. move at a brisk pace but i i would assume they can usually creatures low to the ground with four legs can move pretty fast they're mean Possum are really mean. Possum are mean. You ever said I'm with you, Ellie. You catch one of them and the the light catches them and they're like, (laughs) how is that going? Do it again. (laughs) Do it again. Wow. I think I'm more afraid of you than I am that possum. I am just, I can't with, with the rodent family. And I don't even think they're in the rodent family, but they're in, they're in that gross crawling animal family. Whatever that is. Possum, rats, raccoons. Mice, all of them. I well, just can't. Come visit us at 180 Chicago, <laughs> Elk Grove. 180 Chicago. Just come visit us, and what you'll find are skunks, possums. We might even have deer and antelope playing there this week. They might be playing. Or the deer and the antelope. Oh, boy. We got a lot of Save the Possum Foundation. I know. Here. I think I've stirred something up. Save the possum. Okay. Yeah, I it, it really didn't. Allie's reaction was hilarious because was. I was just commenting about what we had happened in church on Sunday. Tell she goes, a little story. What? What happened? Well, you said it so casual, like after the show, and I was like, What? 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 Like, Somebody said possums are fast. I would whoa. assume they are. Okay. Huh. Hmm. 
I mean, I think they probably have to be. Aren't Did, possums marsupials? Yes, they are. I, perhaps. I wasn't suggesting that they were actually in the rodent family. I don't know this stuff oh. about animals. <laughs> Did, Did you name it? I should just stop because now I'm, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think. I think this one's not turning in my direction. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, Allie. Okay. Allie loves animals. It's just that I don't, yeah. you know what, if you haven't, the truth is, if you haven't, this was a big possum. Sure. There were plenty of people there that weren't akin to, let's let this thing out right here. Yeah. And we let them out right near the entrance on a little patch of grass. Great. <laughs> Boy, you know what would have been great? Get that possum decorated with some Christmas lights. What? Let him go, man. Uh-oh. Let him bring some cheer to his family. Okay, and if you have an animal rescue story that you'd like to share, uh, yeah. we'll take them. Bring it in. You got bring an, it in. Yeah. If you've yeah. got a wild animal rescue story, come on. We'll take yours too. 312-274-9624. Start your day with a boom. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, guys, you got an animal rescue story? We'd love to hear about it. <laughs> 312-274-9624. Oh, man. It's a funny thing when we have these calls come in. You probably, I mean, you probably I've have rescued-, rescued so many critters, Allie. It's not even funny. I don't, where do I begin? I mean, I mean, animal after animal. I mean, good grief. When you're raised in Alaska, you rescue a lot of critters. You just do. I mean, it's it's just an everyday occurrence. Huh. Deborah, what do you say? You rescue a critter? Well, you know, my daughter did. She was a mountain bike rider out on a rural road in Illinois. A rainy morning. And a mother possum lost one of her babies. There oh. it was on the road. How big oh. was that little tyke? You know, they're about the size of your little finger. Oh, when they're <gasps> born. Whoa. What, yeah, yeah. What'd she do? What'd she do with this critter? Well, <laughs> something you're not supposed to, probably. She picked it up and took it home. <laughs> they have a very, very short lifespan. They don't live long. They only live like one year in the wild. And this one lived two years in captivity. Wow, what a story. Way to go, Deborah. You got a brave daughter. Yeah. That's good stuff. Brought wow. that possum home. Trust me, if Allie would have been with her, that thing would still be in the wild hey, today. stop. Don't <laughs> say that. I'm not saying that's bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean... So she must have had to nurse that thing to keep it alive, right? What a, what a, I, I don't know about possums. What do possums eat? What do they uh-huh. eat? I have no you idea. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be kind of like little kittens. So milk to start them out? Milk? Yeah, on those little bottles. Okay. Little tiny, tiny bottles. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's awesome, Deborah. With, you got a great daughter. She's a good girl. Good girl. Yeah, way to go. I'll tell you what. Uh, send Deborah a Carl and Crew prize pack and get Love have it. her give it to her daughter. We'll do. Yeah. How about that, Deborah? I mean, like, you got to pass that along. You guys. You're welcome. Do there like, you go. Cuddle up with the possum like like you would a cat. Like oh that. yeah, once it's domesticated. As long as you, as long as when you're laying next to it, you got to be. So you, you need to play possum. <laughs> play possum. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> 
My cousin had a pet skunk. Oh, boy. Totally domesticated. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I held it. They got oh. crazy little paws, man. They got like, like human hands. What do you do when they juice you, man? Uh, you take the stink sack out when they're babies. Oh, okay. And so they don't, say. They don't okay. stink. That'd be an unfortunate relationship. <laughs> it certainly would. <laughs> don't make it mad. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's wow. up with you, Fred? Fred. What's, why are you coming to work smelling like this? Ah, nah, my skunk got mad at me. Had some sweet time with my skunk last yeah. night. <laughs> me and Sam. <laughs> Sam the skunk. It's just so strange. It is. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. So... <laughs> Allie got this started. <laughs> I thought it might go You're here. Blame Allie. Well, she did. I was just innocently yesterday explaining that we saved the possum after church on Sunday. Sure, you weren't even planning on talking about it. I that. didn't. What's the big deal? The thing stuck down in the bottom of a trash can. He's huge and his mouth was wide open. But we. it was such a non-event that I don't even know when the thing got out or I, we were busy. Okay. But you know that I have quite the storied history with like squirrels and, you know, yeah. Give the, give the squirrel. Story. Well, I just have this history. Like, so dating back to college, you know, squirrels on college campuses are some of the most unbothered. They're bold. They're so bold. They're yeah. so unbothered. <laughs> so what the, this was my first interaction was I accidentally, Stepped on the tail oh, of a squirrel <sighs> because he, I did not, I was walking out of the bookstore and I took a step and I felt something scurry and he ran off and I picked up my foot and half of his tail was right there. Allie, that's his balancing system. It was not intentional. <laughs> I, I literally you said that walked, like she did it on purpose. I did that on purpose. Second encounter with the squirrel yeah. was I was walking with my family. This was a couple years later. And I felt something hit the top of my head and a squirrel mm -hmm. from a tree had pooped and it landed on my head. That's a bummer. That was a bummer. That's a pooper. Third squirrel interaction was I, and I kid you not, I once was chased by a squirrel. You were not. I was. It was a rabid squirrel. I, I, was, I had uh, fear where, in my heart. How old were you? I don't know, but I remember the fear that I felt. And then fourth was just about a fourth. year ago. I forgot that there was a four one. There was a squirrel. Have you ever heard a squirrel like angry? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there was a squirrel and he was in the tree and he was, I've never heard a louder, more angrier squirrel. And he was yelling, yelling. <laughs> However, squirrels yell. That's what it was happening. And it was was he looking at you? No, well, he was looking in my direction. It was <laughs> there might have been babies. There, there might was have a been dog. A mom. So it oh. was definitely the dog that he was targeting. But I started to feel that fear come back because I've got this rabid squirrel screaming in a tree at me. <laughs> this is why wildlife scares me. Because I don't know of if we like should this. take Allie camping. I don't think so. <sighs> she might be a I just squirrel problem. Yeah, squirrels <laughs> and I just don't. We just don't get along very no. well. Just. Stuff goes wrong when squirrels and I are in the same space. <laughs> Kimberly Highland Park, you uh, rescue a critter? Uh, yes, I've, I've had many episodes, but this particular one was pretty crazy. I um, I tell people, well, I guess you could say I actually burst a dead possum. 
Oh, boy. Um, but it, it's a beautiful story, though. I mean, it worked. It was beautiful. I was driving with my children, and I saw a dead possum. But when I looked in the rearview mirror, I, I saw something move, and I thought, oh, no. Allie's losing it in here, by the way. She's absolutely losing it. All right, keep going, Kimberly. What happened? So I, I went back, and I had little gloves on. Like, I had garden gloves in the, in the trunk. And I pulled up farther because I didn't want my kids to see the gore. I was like, what am I doing? What am I even doing? Well, there were five babies on the road, and I noticed that one of the babies was kind of stuck inside. So, oh, my gosh, I lifted up. Apparently, when she was hit, she kind of split. I don't mean to be. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's that's good. But, I, you know, I wanted to save the baby, so I lifted up, and there were five more babies inside. Oh my! And they word. were all alive, so I put them in a old towel I had in a box, and I went home, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? I've never done this before. So I went to, like, Petco or something and got, like, one of the little nursing kits that they have. Yeah. And, called, and I had them for three days, and I'm trying to clean them up and stuff, and they make this really weird, like, squeaking noise. Um, I managed to find a lady in Marengo, Illinois, that took wildlife, and so after three and a half days, only one had passed away um, in the night. Yeah. And I drove them out there to her. And it was really neat because my kids were just this. They thought this was the coolest oh, thing. That's a, you're a yeah. great mom. It's like a Mother's Day weekend. It was so funny. Um, so then uh, we ran into her about six months later. And apparently only one other one died and the other eight were released into the wild. Hey, man. That's awesome. How awesome is that? Man. How you do that? See? (laughs) Dead air. Kimberly, stay on the horn. We're giving you a Carl and Crew prize pack. Kimberly, you are amazing. Yeah. That's that's actually really cool. That is that is such a cool, weird story. (laughs) Cool and weird. Only awesome. two, only two perished, the rest into the wild. They wow! It. Make a movie out of that one. No energy, no problem. We have all the energy you need and more. You're listening to Carl and Crew mornings. Merry Christmas, everybody. Allie took us down this crazy rabbit trail. Did I say rabbit trail? And uh, we're asking you just, I think we got time for one more. Let's get them in here. Who do we have? Brian and Juliet, tell us your rescue story. Got to do it quick, though, Uh, Brian. Got to do it quick. uh, Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Uh, I was uh, coming out of a gym one day, and there was a guy parked in the drive. And I heard this uh, clinking and saw this thing walking across. So I decided to go see what was happening. And there was a skunk with a jelly jar on its head. Oh, oh my no. word. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. Not, oh. And I was talking yeah. to the guy. And he's like, well, we can't leave it that way. So I uh, decided to go get a, see what was in my car. I had a raincoat in the trunk, so I grabbed it. Uh, he threw it over the skunk. And he grabbed the skunk, and I grabbed the jar. Was he shooting you? Off. Was he shooting you? I assume he was all sprayed out because yeah, he yeah, was probably yeah, a yeah, wreck. Yeah. Uh, trying to get it off yeah, and uh, pulled it off, pulled it till it popped off and he dropped the skunk and waited a few seconds, pulled the raincoat off of him and he just waddled off under a car and I think he started eating some orange peels or something. Oh, Brian, that's a a good rescue, dude. Stay on on the horn, Brian. You're getting a Carlin (laughs) Coop prize pack. You never knew that that mason jar that was, or that jelly jar stuck on that skunk's head would get you a Carlin Crew prize pack. That's funny. 
You didn't have wrong motivations. You didn't think you'd call into a radio station one day and win something significant. But you did. But you did, Brian. You did, Brian. Poor Brian. Brian from Joliet, you're a gentleman and a scholar. You're an awesome dude. Wow. Stay on the horn. You're getting a Carlin Coop prize pack. <sighs> the craziest carpool in Chicagoland. We're Carlin Crew Mornings. Rocking around the Christmas tree with the cuddly Dudley. Yep, right there. So Super Die was mentioning on air that she had a cuddly Dudley and she loved that thing. Well, we didn't find her a cuddly Dudley, but my wife went online and started hunting for anything cuddly Dudley. And guys, she found the coolest thing. She found this. Well, Super Die, you described it because you actually have it in hand. I, I do. Um, your wife, I'm sending her huge, huge hug. It's authentic. It even has the yellowing of the newspaper. Yeah. In the late 60s, the Chicago Tribune did this thing where actually with their subscription, they would send you the whatever the cuddly deli, this huge dog, complete with his house, his big red ribbon and everything. And that's exactly what I had. I mean, the picture here is a from the newspaper. I mean, and talk about flashback in warp speed. As soon as I looked at this, boom, uh-huh. I was there. I mean, there's a little girl in the picture. There's the dog. There's the house with the yellowing of the paper, even her outfit. I mean, I, I am so... So it's, there. It's a, it's it, it's a, it's an actual so piece of the paper from yeah, and, and how you, you can wi- order it. You wikied this thing and it's like from 67. 67. Yes. Tells you everything. It's so got cool. the details That's of the really paper cool. for your new four-month order for the Chicago Tribune home delivery. But Get Cuddly Dully in his new house free. And what you had to do is yeah. cut out this little thing in the corner. This little form mm-hmm. and write it out. Yeah. Send it stamped in an envelope to make your submittal to get four months subscription. And the picture is just so precious. I mean, and it's it's so authentic. I mean, there's the dog. You can see the height. You can see his house. And, I mean, <laughs> so nostalgic. It's Talk about cool. warming the heart. Man. Oh, uh, well. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Allie shot this on Facebook Live. So yeah, we, I, we captured the moment that Carl presented this uh, surprise little gift on behalf of his wife to Superdice. If you want to check that out, yeah. uh, just go to our Facebook page, Carlin Crew on Facebook. Yeah. Beautiful surprise this morning. So much fun. Uh, what stresses you out about Christmas? It's a good question. Gift giving. That can be tough. Yeah. I would agree. Gift giving and I think the amount of things that feel like they have to get done. The to-do yeah. list grows the to-do list Christmas. During the month of December, just there's, you know, you get the emails from the school that your kid needs to dress yeah. up for this yes. day for this yes. concert. And then they have the gift exchange on this day. And then you get the, you know, the, the church be at this event at this. It, it can feel like a season that it, it can be hard to hold on to that sort of sense of peace. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can get heavy, dude. How about yeah. facing toxic situations or people mm-hmm. yeah by the way if you didn't get our show cast guys you can go back to last week what day yeah. was that thursday what day was that henry cloud we had him in here talking about boundaries yeah and it was amazing yeah. boy what a banner ad for Showcast here if you don't follow us 
Text word show to 312-274-9624. It's really our podcast. We take everything from a morning show and crunch it down, but we put uh, Henry Cloud right Thursday. at Thursday. You were right. It was last Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we put Henry Cloud right at the front end of that. You just grab this link, go back. Just some incredible wisdom about how to have healthy boundaries around your life. And it'll yep. really help in the season. Text the word show to 312-274-9624. Show to 312-274-9624. Also today, coming up here in about 25 minutes, we got a big deal happening. And we're going to be opening up another gift from under our tree. 12 Days of Christmas continues, and we're going to announce an online winner and take a call-in winner. So make sure you have that online entry form submitted. If you've already submitted one, you're good to go. One entry covers you for the whole contest. Just text Christmas to 312-274-9624. And then every day be listening for your cue to call in because that's your second opportunity to try to win. Don't just keep it to yourself. Give what you've heard to a friend with the Carlin Crew Showcast. Just go to carlincrew.org. So the other day, my my husband made a comment that I thought was interesting, and maybe you feel this way too. He goes, you know, all of these songs that we sing this time of year, he goes, I don't think I realized how much of the gospel that we're singing this time of year as I've grown up singing all these songs. And I Mm -hmm. thought about it. There's so many people singing the gospel and don't even realize it. So take right joy to the world, joy to the world. Right. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. People sing that in bars this time of year with yeah. the Christmas tree. So in true. The background. So true. <laughs> you know, they've got like <laughs> singing at bars. Have no, you heard I, it recently? No, but what I'm saying is that there's celebrations You're of right. Christmas everywhere where people sing these songs with no clue about what they're singing. Oh yeah, Absolutely. That's a really good point. I heard, uh, what was it? Um, what child is this or something at like a Sonic drive-thru, you know? Like it, it's just a Sonic, it's a it's a fast food drive-thru yeah. and they've got, you know, Christian yeah. Christmas hymns playing and it, it is with the words yes. and I was surprised because I was like, I don't think, I don't think they know what they're playing. Right. Well, yeah, I'm walking through Menards, I'm hearing Silent Night. Uh, hello. Yeah. Okay. Silent night. Holy, holy holy night. night. All right. All is calm. All is bright. And this joy to the world one in particular, like heaven and nature sing. And it makes me think about Romans one. Yeah. Yes. About how all of, I mean, all of creation speaks of the glory of God. And then in Romans one, it talks about how no one has an excuse because like the, all of creation points to a creator. Yeah. You know? And so I don't, it was just an interesting thing to think about that all these songs that are so commonplace, almost we take for granted how rich they are in meaning. Yeah, it's pretty astonishing where you see Christ mentioned in this season. You're right about that. Candace Cameron Bure, I think, has a part in this kind of new kind of knockoff Hallmark What's the name of that? Uh, Great American. Great American I don't know. something. Well, I was watching a piece of one of those. I don't know what they are. They aren't sitcoms. What are the dramatic presentations? And sure. it was about a Christmas season. And so she was in it. There were two male actors. There was a, a one that there were actually three. One was kind of the grandpa. And then it was Candace's on television mother. Well, 
they're sitting there talking about this season. And out pops, I mean, this is on television, guys. Out pops the mom, and she goes, you know, hope has come. This is all about Jesus coming to earth wow. to redeem mankind from our sins. And she's given the full-blown gospel, and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and on another one of their shows, it's Great American What? Is that the name of it, right? Great American? Uh, great. Uh, just had a Great American Family. Great American Family. Great American Family. And on another show, I didn't see it. My bride told me about it. She goes, Bub, you won't believe it. They're talking about going to church and how we've been so disconnected and how it's important to be around other people and to get back to church is just a super valuable thing. And I'm like, what in the world? The gospel presentation that I heard on this show was as crystal clear and spot on as could possibly be. Wow. It was, it was, and I'm like, how cool is this? This is a special time of year. It really is. And it's a time when, pull up this stat for me. Uh, a Jit Christopher found it. You'll find it. Um, one of my right-hand men at 180 Chicago Church. 80-plus percent of people who are asked by a friend to come to church will say yes. Unchurched wow. people. This time of year or just in general? I don't know okay. if it's just this time of year. But he used it on our downtown campus. He told everyone this, and he had this—he had the site, the stat to cite. But I think he's—I think he told me eighty-two percent of people that are asked and invited, "Would you come to church with me? I—I I would really love for you to be my guest." That's a big deal. Hmm. We'll come. Yeah. I mean, that's a staggering stat. I'll find out where he got it exactly. You—you you found something. I, I super found. A couple things here. 82% of people would come to church if a friend invited them. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. 82% would 82%. come. 82%. Wow, if a friend invited them. Think about that. Hold it. We need to linger on this one for a second. Hmm. This is big, isn't it? Yeah. What's this say to us? It says we, to us that people are more willing than our minds would let us believe. Ever imagine. Yeah. And I. this isn't even, I don't even think that's Christmas uh, specific on I don't that think it stat. Is. No. So in the Christmas season, how much more? Yeah. Yeah. So if you got 10 people that are friends at work or neighbors or something like that, you got an eight out of 10 chance of yeah. eight of them saying, yeah, I'll go. Hmm. And I wonder if post COVID, these numbers are even higher. Do you know how many people feel alone in this season? Yeah. So I want to put a plug out. I want to ask you, will you grab that yard sign that your church maybe has you put in front of your house, but will you grab those flyers that they give you as well? Let's make this Christmas evangelistic. Let's invite people to come hear the story of hope that is found in Jesus. I'm a crying here, yeah. man. And the meaning behind the songs that they already know. Yeah. To go off what you what Henry was saying, the meaning of the songs that they already know and hear and sing. Yeah. What an opportunity, guys. We can't miss this, can we? I'll bet you got flyers for a Christmas Eve service at your church. I'll bet you got something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or the little postcards. We mm-hmm. do. Yeah. We've got postcards. Mm-hmm. Hope has come is the title of our Christmas Eve celebration. That's great. Hope has come. His name is Jesus. Eight out of ten 
friends would come if you just invite them. Eight out of ten. I mean, imagine if every person invited ten people. Yeah. The numbers say we couldn't hold them. Boy, that's a thought to fire up the belly of <laughs> no, the soul. No, it's like that's that seems so elementary like, and doable. Maybe we just need to get back to inviting people to church. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Going deeper in our relationship with Jesus. We're Carl and Crew mornings. Yes, siree, Bob. Yes, siree, Bob. Merry Christmas, everybody. We got Super Die going under the tree today. Yes, she is going to be picking out a gift yes. for our call-in winner. Yes. Today, let's introduce our call-in winner. It is Elena yep. from Crete. Good morning, Elena. You are our big winner. How you feeling? I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And we're also playing for Chantel from Hanover Park as well. She is our so, online yes, winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Congratulations, Chantel. What will our ladies win today? All right, Elena, we've got all bags left. So I've got a bag that says Joy or one that has snowmen on it. Any preference? Uh, I have Joy all around my house right now with Cardinals. So I'll do oh, the Joy bag. Oh, yes. Joy, okay. joy bag. The Joy bag. The Joy bag is coming up. Right, oh, oh, it looks like it. Took a little strength to lift it up. Number five, Jonathan. Number five. Number five. All oh, right. Paper. I'll wait till you get part. the, yeah, little radio theater here. <laughs> Super dies. Oh. Throw in Open the tissue Open the bag. Paper. And here oh. is your present, Elena. Immerse yourself in the heartwarming so spirit good. of Christmas relaxation with the radiant glow of our cozy berry candle warmer paired with a set of enchanting festive Christmas candles. Transform your space into a haven of comfort and joy where the fragrant notes of the season dance through the air, creating a symphony of merry scents. As you unwind amidst the warm ambiance and delightful fragrances, share the festive bliss with us. Elena, when you get these, show us using them. Show, Show us you using them by tagging us on Facebook and Instagram. We would love to see you using this cozy berry candle warmer and Christmas candles. This Merry is, Christmas! This is perfect Ooh. for you, Elena. Right? Super die. What are the candle? What are the candle scents? I, Super die. I'm, I'm trying to see my glasses here. It doesn't say the actual winter. Oh, they smell heavenly. Uh, this one says North Sky. Ooh. And then looks like the oh, other one says Winter so White. That's uh, no, that one's Possum Stew. That last one. <laughs> yes, Winter White. Winter White. Winter White. They <laughs> smell <laughs> so good. Oh, I really do. Elena, I just got a hunch. You're going to enjoy this. What do you think, Elena? Definitely will. I'm all about the candles and relaxation, especially after my two little ones go to bed. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, man. You guys are all set. Cozy Berry Candle Warmer. Yeah, we're ready to go here, aren't we, guys? What a great treat. And our online winner again? Chantel from Hanover Park. Congratulations, ladies. Love it. Way to go. 12 days of Christmas here. Ladies are dominating the prizes here. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Oh, but they're winning them for their families. So yeah, if you'd like right. to get your entry form in, just text the word Christmas. We are winding down the last couple days, so don't delay. We want to make sure that you have a shot at winning one of our last, what, three prizes left? Three to go. Just text yeah. Christmas to 312-274-9624. Just text Christmas, 312-274-9624. Signing off here, Facebook Live. Love you guys.
Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.